A woman married her pet cat. Why? A restaurant shut down for making food in the toilet for 30 years. And a fan bought Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band tickets instead of the actual Red Hot Chili Peppers and is angry. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. A comedian in a closet where we belong. Canceled. A woman married her pet cat. It's pretty weird to marry your pet. Makes a hell of a lot more sense, though, than the story I did yesterday about a man marrying a hologram. At least you can touch a cat. You can touch it. The entity you're marrying, you can cuddle with. Not a hologram. Anyways, I'm not going to belabor the point any further. Let's get into the story and learn a little bit about this lady who married her pet cat. A woman married her cat in a bid to stop future landlords from separating them. This serves as a functional marriage, it sounds like. Deborah Hodge, age 49, claims she has previously been forced to rehome three animals by landlords who did not allow pets onto their properties. Ah, I see. Now, where I live in Los Angeles, pretty common to live in a place that doesn't allow pets. Where I live in this apartment complex, no dogs allowed whatsoever. You can have a cat if you pay extra. It's like a pet fee. It's like you're paying extra rent for your cat. And, you know, of all the animals to pay extra rent for, a cat, so ungrateful, those cats. They really they really don't contribute to the apartment very much. At least the dog acts as a welcoming committee for anybody who comes over. The cat could, couldn't care less. Cats do not pull their own weight. Sorry. Dogs now, on the other hand, yeah, they earn their rent. For instance, dogs often act as a line of defense for a home invasion or some such calamity. Yeah, they're like a security system. You think your pet cat's going to protect you? Someone breaks into your place? Hell no. Cat's going to go hide under the bed like they always do. Oh, they flee the scene. You're running away, are you? Brave, brave Sir Robin. When danger shows his lurking head, he bravely turns and runs instead. That's your cat for you right there. Uh, all right. That was a weird reference, and and I should get into the story, shouldn't I? I should I should do my job, as Bill Belichick says. Okay, so now facing eviction and terrified of losing five-year-old India. That's the name of her cat, it sounds like. Deborah, who's from southeast London, held a, a, a wedding ceremony, a civil ceremony, to tie the knot with her cat on April 19th. The single mother of two hopes her commitment will show future landlords just how important it is for her that she stays with her cat. Or it will show future landlords that you're insane and they want to get you out a little earlier. <laughs> Come on, lady, you married your cat. You're going to put that on a on a official document and then send it to the landlord? What do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> I mean, I, I think you should have your cat. I mean... I'm okay with the cat. You should be able to live with your cat. Why not? Yeah. Cats don't, you know, cats are kind of, they're quiet, you know. It's uh, I live next to a lady that has two cats. Yeah, she's a cat lady, I think. What's the minimum cats before we start calling you a cat lady? I say two. Two, you're a cat lady. Single lady with two cats. Yeah. Cat ladies exist, guys. They're a cliche for a good reason. So Deborah sounds uh, like she's a cat lady on some level. Um, 
to find out exactly what's going on here. I know I keep bouncing around, but I'm really, um, I'm really stoned. Okay, so it says, now facing eviction and terrified of losing a five-year-old cat named India, Deborah, who's from southeast London, held a civil ceremony, a wedding ceremony, on April 19th to tie the knot with her lovely cat, India. The single mom of two hopes her commitment will show future landlords just how important it is for her and her cat, India, to stay together. Or it shows future landlords how crazy you are. <laughs> that could happen as well. And now they want to get you out even sooner. So that might happen, Deborah. You start mailing documents to people saying, I am in a civil matrimony with my cat, India. And we just want you to know, don't you dare try to evict her. Your landlord might think you're super crazy, where now your landlord might just think you're a crazy cat lady. There's levels of crazy. Crazy cat lady here. I married my cat up here, up there. In the world of crazy level, uh, we have a quote from Deborah here. I had nothing to lose and everything to gain, so I married my cat. I recited vows under the universe that no man will ever tear myself and my cat India apart. Never! I love her! I set out my intention that I would never be separated from this animal. I adore, yes, I adore. I cannot be without India. She's truly a sensation. She's so friendly and amazing. She's fundamentally the most important thing in my life after my children. <laughs> By marrying India, I need any future landlords. You hear me, landlord? Are you listening? I need my future landlords to know that we come as a package. Me and India, we cannot be separated under any circumstances. She is as important to me as my children. I refuse to be parted with her. I'd rather live on the streets than be without her. Okay, we get the point, Deborah. You want to be homeless than be without your cat. I think that's crazy, too. You shouldn't live on the streets with your two children, Deborah. Are you sure about that? You might want to think twice before you say you'd rather live on the streets than be without your cat. You have two children. You're a single mom. I'm sure the children will be thrilled. Well, we're in a big, large brown box, and we have an extra side tent, but children, at least we have India. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be pleased. Yes, Deborah and her cat, India, very close. We get the point. And uh, this is kind of fascinating. India lost a leg in 2020 when the cat was hit by a car, sadly. Meaning India can now often be seen perched on Deborah's shoulder or carried in her arms during trips to the beach. Oh, I see a picture of her on her shoulder. That's lovely. Deborah lost her job as a life coach in March. <laughs> a life coach. <laughs> well, if you didn't lose your job as a life coach pre cat wedding you definitely lose it after you marry a cat i don't <laughs> i don't know anybody who's looking for life guidance from someone who married a feline i just don't know <laughs> you kind of lose all credibility there as a life coach i'm a life coach i'm here to help you make good decisions uh you married a cat yes yes i did i married a cat uh you <laughs> It's finger licking, finger licking good jaw. It's finger licking, it's finger licking good jaw. It's finger licking, it's finger licking good jaw. It's finger licking, finger licking good jaw. A restaurant has been shut down after using the toilet to make samosas for 30 years. It's a long time to be making samosas in the toilet. 
Why did it take so long for them to discover that this restaurant was preparing food inside a toilet? I got a lot of questions. The authorities in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia have closed a restaurant that had been making samosas and other snacks in the toilet for more than 30 years. Following a tip-off, the Jeddah municipality raided a restaurant in a resident building that had been in operation for more than 30 years. According to the media, sweets and other food items were being prepared in the, in the bathroom. Officials also found that meat, chicken, and cheese, some of which expired more than two years ago, many insects and rodents were spotted at the site as well. Wow! This is restaurant hell right here. Whoa, what is the name of this restaurant? I think we need to know. That way those of us who have eaten there can then, you know, go throw up in the toilet right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I've never been to Saudi Arabia, though, so I think I'm in the clear. I don't think I've eaten at this famous shawarma restaurant. They were forced to shut down in January for another reason. There was a rat found wandering around and feasting on meat on top of a shawarma skewer. Okay. And then you didn't even decide to look in the bathroom at that point? You found a rat on a skewer. You didn't take it any further? <laughs> we're going to find you for this rat. Please don't go in the bathroom. No, we're not going to go in the bathroom. Why do you, you don't want us to go in the bathroom? No, no, there's nothing to see in there. Don't, I'm just saying don't go in there. Okay, fine. We won't go in there. We'll just find you for the rat that we found on a skewer. As if you were making rat kebabs, everybody. This is the end of the article. I got no... This is the end. This is the end. My only friend, the end. And I got no name for this restaurant now. I have no idea what it's called. I'm, I suppose we could go Googling it. Um, I mean, what can we glean from this? Well, we certainly can glean that uh, restaurants in Saudi Arabia aren't checked on by authorities very often. I'm going to guess they don't have those letters in the window. You know, the A and the B and all that, like we have here in the States. Uh, I'm talking about, like... Protocol. I don't think they got protocol over there, really. <laughs> you got to do some crazy shit to get shut down. Like make samosas in a toilet. Yeah. By the way, I love samosas. They're delicious. I don't know if I'm going to eat any after hearing this story. I mean, next time I'm in a restaurant that serves samosas, I'm just going to be like, hey, can I take a look in your bathroom? By the way, what if you're using the toilet to make the samosas, what the hell's going on with the sink? What are you using the sink for? Wash your feet? I got questions, man. Questions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A fan accidentally bought tickets to a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band and is very angry. Now, guys, if you've ever scrolled through Ticketmaster or other ticketing websites, you've probably come to realize there are a lot of cover bands out there. Now, one rock fan was recently trying to buy some Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets, but accidentally bought tickets to a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band instead and is very angry about it. Well, I don't know how you can be pissed, man. This is kind of your fault. I mean, there's a there's a large difference in the ticket prices for the actual Red Hot Chili Peppers and a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band. One of them is like $200 and up. The other one, 
10 bucks. 10 bucks to go see any Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band. I know this because I've played in the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band before. More than one. Yes. That might be a surprising fact that you just learned about Jonesy. Yes, I used to sing in Red Hot Chili Peppers cover bands. Just two. Okay, enough about me and my past. Back to the story. The angry fan is named Aaron. He was casually looking through his social media. He came across an ad for a concert that appeared to be RHCP, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The show was set for April 28th at a local venue called The Magic Bag, which has a capacity of about 400 people. You should have known at that point, the Red Hot Chili Peppers actual band isn't going to (laughs) play The Magic Bag, dude, your little local venue that seats 400 people. Now, they're doing 4,000 people. Ten times this, man. What are you? Are you okay? They do arenas. What the hell, Aaron? It's just people are so dumb. I hope this guy hasn't been awarded anything or rewarded anything for this. It's like idiots like this, and then they sue. I'm suing. I'm suing because I'm dumb. That's why you should have gave me more help in this world. It says here the tickets were under $20. Yeah, they're under 20 bucks, Aaron. And it says, Aaron thought he hit the jackpot. <laughs> you were so stupid. You thought you hit the jackpot. <laughs> I can't be wrong. The Red Hot Chili Peppers must be playing the magic bag for seventeen fifty. No, man, you didn't hit the jackpot. There's a saying, if things are too good to be true, they probably are, Aaron. Did you just fall off the apple cart, you numbnut? <laughs> Aaron bought four tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, his poor friends were so duped. One of them must have came to their senses and like, hey, Aaron, are you sure? Like, I don't I don't got to pay you back for the ticket. Aaron's like, yeah, man. No, it was it was 16 bucks. Aaron, $16. Are you sure this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, I'm positive. Where are they playing, Aaron? The Magic Bag. The Magic Bag? The same place the spin doctors played when they were in town? I don't think so, Aaron. (laughs) I mean, there's so much dumb in here. Okay, it says here, he did not purchase tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes, we know that. Instead, he bought tickets to a band called the Red Not Chili Peppers. The Red Not Chili Peppers. Yeah. I have actually a history with the Red Not Chili Peppers. I actually played one show with them as their lead singer as a sort of a form of audition. And I didn't make it. I didn't make the cut, guys. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make the cut. I thought I did a great job. We played a show in San Diego. Yeah, I, I answered an ad for Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band needs a singer. I showed up, did an audition for them in like a rehearsal studio. And uh, they gave me the gig temporarily. They're like, okay, well, you're good enough. I was excited because the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the probably the most famous of the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover bands that are out there. They played in Europe, in Asia, you know, they sell a lot. I mean, 400, 400 seats for a cover band. That's very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, you're probably wondering, why did you get kicked out of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jonesy? Why did you not make the cut? Uh, well, it's because they take it very seriously, way more serious than I anticipated. They, it's more of a tribute band than a cover band. Do you know the difference? A tribute band actually dresses up like the people, acts like them, kind of looks like them, rather than a cover band just kind of plays their songs. And uh, So before I did the show, they told me, hey, in addition to singing like Anthony, we would love it if you, if you talked like him 
on the microphone if you ever talk to the crowd. I thought they were kind of kidding. I didn't think they meant that. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I talk a lot on the microphone because you're not only getting a singer, you're getting a comedian as well. So I do a lot of crowd work in between songs. Maybe too much. One could argue you, you definitely talk too much, Jonesy, when you should be singing more. But yeah, I was doing a lot of talking. But just using my own voice. I was talking with my own voice. I wasn't doing an Anthony impersonation, which, by the way, includes a lisp. He talks with a, a very slight lisp. You can actually hear him sing with it sometimes as well. He's got a lisp. And I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't speak with a lisp. And uh, so I don't think they were very pleased. And to be honest with you, I, it wasn't my best show, really. I hadn't sang uh, on stage with a band in probably over six years yeah, not since I lived in New York City. So it had been a while. I was, you know, it took me a while to get the rust off. But I thought I ended the show very well. But because of all sorts of factors, I didn't get the gig. And it's probably for the better anyways. Um, I, I saw they got a singer who's, who, like, is really good and, and sounds exactly like Anthony Kiedis. Much better than I do. I don't sound exactly like Anthony Kiedis. So, um, anyways, I share you this little anecdote because this is one of the only stories I've ever done on Weird AF News where I have kind of a personal connection, which is kind of cool. Um, let's uh, finish out the story. We got some more information. Aaron says that he was completely sober when he made this purchase. Okay, that's good to know that you were sober. He says the logo was kind of some slick advertising and fooled him, basically, because the logo of the Red Knot Chili Peppers is pretty similar to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He says he's very angry because he attempted to reach out to the ticket vendor for a refund. They refused him, and not even the manager could help. And yeah, I mean, say what you want, but this guy does not deserve a refund. This is called being stupid. You know, it really is. We can't keep rewarding and folding and helping out stupid guys. You know, this is why my country is filled with morons. <laughs> this is exactly why. Because we keep assisting them, and then, when, then, then they sue, and then we reward, reward them with some money for being dumb. Okay. Aaron says he's going to still attend the show because he's a big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Uh, that's good. That's a good decision because they actually put on a very, very good show. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are outstanding. I harbor no ill will. Towards the Red Knot Chili Peppers. I support what they do. They were, I'm very gracious that they gave me an opportunity and all that. But um, uh, just some more information about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They are actually going to Detroit later this year, August 14th. Detroit is where Aaron lives, so he gets to see them. Can you, uh, can you guess what venue they're in? Comerica Park Stadium. The capacity of this stadium is over 40,000. So you see... Big difference between 40,000 and 400, sir. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the birthday boy, Jonesy. And thanks for being with me, uh, not only for another episode of Weird AF News, but for spending my birthday with me. I got a lot of phone calls for, from people wishing me a happy birthday. So let's give some love to Kyle Mendoza. We got Michael from Iowa City. Big shout out to Michael, by the way, for soliciting 
all of these uh, birthday calls and greetings and donations and whatnot. So we love Michael from Iowa City. Thank you so much, Michael. So grateful. We had Daisy from Victoria, British Columbia. Ed from Jersey, my man, Ed. Jim from Cleveland. The OG Jim from Cleveland. And then uh, Captain Bob called and actually sang to me. Captain Bob is from Wisconsin and is amazing. Uh, Adrian called again, left me a nice message. We got Mary Lou from Chicago. Also, I heard from Skeeter from Florida. Will from Illinois. I think it was a first-time caller for Will. Thank you, Will. And the state of Florida called as well to wish me a happy birthday. Isn't that sweet that the state of Florida would call me? A place I've uh, just continuously bombarded with insults over the past three years. <laughs> so very cool the state of Florida thought of me. Uh, other people thought of me and bought coffees as well, like Melissa. She bought me some coffees and wrote, Happy birthday. I hope you have a fantastic day, Jonesy. I, ho- I hope this coffee brings you a little joy. You deserve it for bringing us happiness, making us all smile and laugh every day. P.S. I looked up synonyms for the word hope, and one of the synonym- synonyms that came up was thing with feathers. So, so weird. Good luck with your life, man. Hugs. Thank you for the birthday hugs and the coffee. Uh, Jojo bought me coffees as well and wrote happy birthday, weirdo. Jojo's a weirdo too. I say it in glowing terms though. Jo- Jojo's a, the good kind of weirdo. Um, Krista Cram bought me coffees as well and wrote happy birthday, Jonesy. Happiest of birthday wishes to you. I start my days with weird AF news on my Google home and laughing in the early morning because of you. I appreciate all you do to make that happen. So buy yourself some coffees, use it for a, or use it for a moon rock joint or whatever else that makes you happy. It's your birthday and you deserve to be celebrated. Glad you were born and exist and stuff, dude. Glad I glad I was born and I exist. That's so sweet. It's one of the best compliments you can give somebody. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Krista. Uh, also, Wanda. Wanda bought me some coffees and wrote, Happy birthday, Jonesy. Hope you have, you have a fantastic day. Thanks for bringing some humor into my news roundup. I always end up with a smile on my face, and I often laugh out loud. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Wanda. Very, very sweet of you. Very generous, these peeps, reaching out to me. Any more? Uh, that's about it. Out of the people that bought coffees. Uh, I'm going to publish the phone calls after this. If you want to call me, it's not late. 646-450-2012. I would love to hear from you. Or um, you can send me a birthday wish to funnyjones at gmail.com as well. That's also my PayPal. If you'd like to drop Jonesy a couple bucks to get a, to get a, a a lovely, I don't know, maybe I'll get a flat white. I like flat whites. Um, I had an Americano today, an iced Americano. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I like. I don't add sugar or cream in that, by the way, it's a black iced Americano. I mean, it's, it's legit. It's a, it's heavy duty is what I'm saying. And now for those of you uh, curious as to what Jonesy's going to be doing for the rest of the day, how will I spend my birthday? Well, I'm going to uh, probably go get a burrito from the burrito truck down the street. I'm going to bring that home. That'll be my lunch. I'm going to eat that on the balcony in a sunbeam while I listen to the Beastie Boys. Probably going to just run Check Your Head full album. That, that album makes me very happy. And then uh, what will I do? I'll probably go hang out with a friend of mine who also shares the same birthday as me, a comedian here in L.A. Have some dinner, and then I got a show at a comedy club, and I'll be going there, spending the rest of my night with some comedians in a green room, having shots, I think. I think that's how it's going to go down, and I can't think of a better way to spend it. And uh, by the way, I felt really good all day, in part because of all the love I got from you listeners. I mean, I've gotten so many emails, so many DMs on Instagram, so many calls. 
so many messages and, and donations here and there as well. And I am so grateful. I really am. I, I'm one of the luckiest people on the planet. I really believe that. And, um, and you guys make me feel that way. So thank you so much for all the love. It, it really, really means so much to me. And I'm so grateful. Hey, this is Will from Illinois. And I'm just wishing you a happy birthday, Jonesy. Have a good one. Good morning, Jonesy. Just calling from Chicago. This is Mary Lou, a lawyer, loyal listener, and appreciate everything you do every day. Have a great birthday, and have enjoy the rest of your year. Happy birthday, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. This is Ed from Jersey calling. Just calling to wish you a happy birthday, brother. Love you. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And good luck with your life, man. Hey, Jonesy. It's Kyle Mendoza, man. Just reaching out. I never really called your, your line here, but this is the first time dropping a message to you. Wanted to show you some love on your birthday. Hope you're surrounded by tons of reminders of how awesome you are. I hope you're feeling blessed. I hope you're feeling good. Hope there's lots of great stuff on the horizon. Um, still waiting for you to let me know where I need to donate because I want to give you some stuff that will help you boost your channel. So reach out back to me on Instagram if you can. And I hope you have a wonderful day, dude. Keep doing what you're doing. You lighten up not just mine, but like so many other people's days. I, I'm always happy to share your your episodes and tell my friends about your channel and your your, your podcast and it's it's awesome. Even my wife got into it, and she's very hard to get on board with anything that I love. So that being said, I wanted to say thank you. Happy birthday. Take it easy. Stay positive. And for everybody else, good luck with your life, man. Good morning, Jonesy. This is Captain Bob from Central Wisconsin. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Jonesy. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, Jonesy. Wishing the best day for you. Happy birthday, Jonesy. Hello there, Jonesy. This is Officer Jumpsaw, and I'm from the Delaware. And I just wanted to thank you for doing this podcast. So um, I want to say thank you, happy birthday, and good luck with your life, man. Tap, tap. Listening on? Hey, Jonesy. Your friend Daisy here from uh, beautiful Victoria, British Columbia in Canada. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday today. And, uh... Yeah, that's all I got. First time calling the show. So, have a happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for always making us laugh. Good luck with your life, man. (laughs) Bye. Stay caffeinated. Happy birthday, Jonesy. This is Adrian, your man crush from the great American Southwest calling to wish you a happy birthday today. And also, thank you to Michael from Iowa City for letting us all know it was, in fact, your birthday at all. Um, 
as a fan, you get birthday wishes. I'll spare you the song. Really, you don't need to hear that. But uh, when I'm your friend, I'll send you a pre-roll for your birthday. But as a fan, you just get a happy birthday wish. Anyhow, thank you, Jonesy. We uh, we all love you, and we wish you the best this day. Another birthday passing us by, not hanging out with our favorite buddy, drinking a cold beer, or going to Tim Horn's Coffee and getting a cup of coffee and a Boston cream donut. Hopefully you're doing all right. Hopefully you're having a good birthday. Wanted to say hi to you. And uh, your friend Jim from Cleveland says, to all the weirdos, give them a call, and we all love you, Jonesy. Later. Hey, Jonesy, happy birthday to you, brother. This is Michael calling from Iowa City. Your birthday card and money are on the way. I hope that uh, you got lots of cards and presents sent to you, and I hope that uh, my my uh, solicitation uh, thanks and appreciation for you has turned out for you that uh, you've gotten more uh, cups of coffee and Patreon members signed up than the typical amount that would have during this past three weeks where I uh, asked people to um, show their appreciation for you. Uh, if uh, I can show my appreciation by being your hype man and asking people to show their appreciation for you, well, then that makes me happy to do that. That's one thing I can do as a gift for you. So I won't belabor this anymore. I just want to tell you how much I love and appreciate the hard work you do by bringing us this podcast and by bringing a lot of joy into my life. So thank you for that. Happy birthday and uh, good luck with your life, man. Hey, you weirdo. Here's my perspective of the cell phone. Is it safe? Go for it. Of course. It's a safe zone. Okay? But if it's not safe, what idiot would go for the phone? I don't get people. Hope you had a great birthday. Bye. Happy birthday to you. Oh, hello, Jonesy. It's me, the state of Florida. And I feel like it's my special day every week when you do Florida Fridays in honor of me. Well, I know it's your birthday, but I get the extra episode on Florida Fridays. You do a fourth, a fourth, uh, story just in honor of me and Florida Fridays. 
Well, you know, being the big transsexual that I am, I mean, after all, what would you expect from Florida? I mean, look at look at the map of the United States. Florida looks like a big penis dangling down here, hanging from the rest of the country. I mean, Jonesy, my little Boston bait scene. You know, I, I want you to become my little Boston strangler. I mean, don't be too rough with me, but after all, whoo. You know, I I just got to get you down here inside of me. I mean, like in the words of Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers movies, get inside my belly. Woo! Then you can turn this key light pie of mine into a Boston creamed pie. Woo-hoo-hoo! Oh, Jonesy, I just want to wish you the happiest of birthdays, baby. Yes. Thank you so much for what you do, and good luck with your life, man. Hi there, Jonesy. This is Skeeter calling from Jacksonville, Florida, the home of Leonard Skinner and the largest city in America. I'm just calling to wish you a happy birthday and like Leonard Skinner to tell you that I am appreciative of you being a simple kind of man and to tell you... Happy birthday, and good luck with your life, man.